Yeah, I know Frodo. <laughs> Frodo Baggins. <coughs> Welcome, boys and girls, to Spooky Book Report. Yep, if that's not Jumanji, I don't know what is. Oh, yeah. Wacky, bro. Oh, he's so wonderful. Big, fat, smelly. I am super fat, but that's super mean. Classic. Everyone's the fat kid. Only the best. Well, she, uh... Well, she's dead. We gotta go arrest whoever's stinking this place up. <sighs> What's up, ugly? Hey, stupid... head. That is so mean. Dude. I am not stupid, and I don't have a head. <laughs> You've got a humongous head. <laughs> That's actually true, and rude. Rude, <laughs> but fair. Yeah. What size That's of hat do you wear? It's the way I play. Seven and five-eighths. I only have, uh, I wear a seven and seven-eighths, so it's not that much bigger than yours. And your brain is smooth underneath it. <laughs> At least it's big. <laughs> <laughs> Like the rest of you. Yep. Nice, big, fat, smooth brain. Just like my ass. <laughs> oh, I wish I could see it. I bet you do. <laughs> so, on your Instagram, I saw that you, uh... Were you getting a new cat, or were you move, moving to a new place? No, we were, we were moving the cat to a new place. Oh. We were fostering it. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. That's... Was that hard? Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. Don't want to do that. You just you just loved him too much? Yep. Just attached. Too attached. Mm -hmm. So how many cats do you have now? Three. Mm. Yeah. That's why we... That's why we had to get rid of the other one. Could only yeah. foster it. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, that's a good name for a cat, Gravy. I think it's a better nickname for you. <laughs> Shut up. It is a great... It's a great name. Mm -hmm. I was planning on making him a fat cat. <laughs> so Gravy Jones was suitable. Yeah, but, you know... Good things don't last, unfortunately. I read that once. Yeah. It's very profound. Yeah, well, I am very profound. I don't know if you knew that, but I'm I've got a I don't I don't have a smooth brain like you. <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> what do you mean that's impossible? I just it's just it can't happen. That's what it means. Explain yourself. <laughs> I don't know how to make it any clearer. <laughs> that is so insulting <laughs> to say I have a smooth brain like you. <laughs> Yours is yours is small. <laughs> so, it, it's okay to have a small brain. You can still be a politician, a cop. If you have a small brain, you can do either of those things. <laughs> Very well. You could also uh, be a cashier. No. No, that's impossible. You need some. You need a lumpy brain to do that. Yeah, that's probably true. Because you got to count stuff. 
Yeah. Sorry, I need to close my window. Well, I was wondering what that all that hollering was about. Is someone um, having having a a lover's quarrel outside your window? Is that what I'm hearing? I don't know. Probably. Well, that was that was awfully loud. <laughs> yeah. If I could hear it, then you definitely could. Did yeah. they say F words? Well, it's over now. No, I oh, think it was good. just some kids running around the leaves. You should shoot them with a BB gun. <laughs> I wish I had one. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Wouldn't that be sweet? I just like want one that looks like a pistol, so that way I could wave it around, and then if I actually shot someone, it would be okay. <laughs> I wouldn't actually kill them, but yeah. it would mo- more or less just scare them to death. Scare them, thinking that you had a real gun. Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever, like... My wife is constantly worried about intruders. Have you ever been worried about an intruder in your life? Mm, not really. Yeah. I haven't yeah. either. I've... Just take proper precautions. Lock the doors. Yeah, just lock the door. You'll be fine. She watched too many uh, Charles Manson documentaries, and that's really where the problem lies. Yeah. Gotta be careful with that. Yeah. I mean... The way I see it, or the way that I've tried to, like, talk her down from it is that it's like, well, we live in an apartment complex. Don't you think if somebody was going to break in somewhere, they'd break in somewhere where they know good stuff is going to (laughs) be? Right. You don't know the kind of shit you can find in apartments, I guess. Yeah. It's like you can either break in and it's a a college guy that has literally a camp chair in front of a TV, (laughs) or, you know, people like us in there late 20s that have some stuff but not very good yeah not good stuff yeah it's like just medium stuff but i mean i guess it's still stuff and her argument is always like well if they're on drugs then they're you know they're not going to be reasonable like that and i was like yeah but if they're on drugs they probably can't break the door down they're not going to be organized enough (laughs) our door is too too powerful that's true too too strong yeah she's just worried that somebody's gonna break in one time and either i'm gonna be asleep or i'm not gonna be here i see she's just like i would i I hope that they kill me if they do because i couldn't live after that you know i'd just be too scared all the time (laughs) yeah it would be scary what's your biggest fear snakes (laughs) yeah (laughs) living forever (laughs) living forever for sure (laughs) that'd be scary yeah what's your biggest fear um it used to be heights and then i started working on airplanes and had to get over that shit real quick oh yeah yeah i'm not too fond of heights Uh, yeah it's like i think the reason is because we're both very large and you get on like the wild mouse at lagoon and it's like i don't think that this cart is like rated for this much weight (laughs) it's just gonna fly off the tracks i'm tall enough but i'm too wide yeah so heights i don't like snakes at all um not at all honestly like i'm with you i think just being alive forever it's (laughs) like that would be a harrowing reality of just like just living forever yeah that would be terrible like can't even imagine oh my gosh (laughs) i mean i'm not like the type of person that's hopeful i mean i joke about wanting to die all the time but I'm not the type of person that's like, man, I hope I die soon. I genuinely don't feel that way. But also, like, I don't 
like after mid after I'm about mid 70s I think that I've probably lived long I've seen enough at that point you could just take me in my wheelchair and push me out into an open field and just shoot me <laughs> yeah just get it over with yeah I, I don't know why anybody would want to live to 100 years old that's 70 more years on top of how old I am now <laughs> right I can't imagine how much my joints will have deteriorated <laughs> like that's living twice as long as I have now plus another 20 years plus another two thirds of that <laughs> That sounds literally miserable. (laughs) Yeah. If things are going at the rate that they are now, it's just a steady all the way into the ground. (laughs) And hopefully, best years behind me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) So, uh, how's school going? It's weird. Yeah. It's been so long. Yeah. But it's going good. Yeah. You know what I realized though? Tell me. Riding is a workout. My hand hurts. Right. <laughs> I like. You actually write. have to hand write stuff, or well, you're just, just taking notes. I'm just taking notes. Yeah. Okay. But like, yeah. I get a half a page in, and it's just like, this sucks. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's a muscle you have to work out. Yeah, that is true. So, it'll take a while. You'll get used to it, just like you so. got used to, you know, picking your nose and then your butt. <laughs> I'm really good at it. <laughs> Now I can do it all day long. <laughs> so, so hopefully so, I can write all day long soon. Yeah. Um, so is it like you have scheduled classes or is it like you just watch the classes whenever you have time? Yeah, it's just, yeah, you just have like different packets you go through. Oh, okay. So like I think they do have some like lectures that they do but you don't have to like sign in to do it you can just go after the fact i mean oh right it doesn't have to be live yeah you can watch it anytime oh okay so that's interesting yeah and then you just do one class at a time right so so how many classes have you got through so far i'm I'm still in the first class but like i've only been doing it for three or four days yeah right so that's interesting like the new way of school because i remember going to snow and stuff and it was the same way it's like you can show up to this lecture or not i don't really give a shit but you still have to take the test yeah you know? mm-hmm. i think that that's like the heart was the hardest transition for me and going to colleges that they're like we really don't care if you show up or not like it doesn't matter to us <laughs> you already paid your money so it's it's up to you at this point yeah and so I didn't go often. <laughs> so then it's it's tough to pass a test when you don't know the information. Yeah. I yep. I've had that problem too. Yeah. School. What a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Hopefully I can get through it quick. I believe in you. Hey, thanks. K- kind of, even though you're got a big fat smooth brain. <laughs> wow. You keep bringing that up. Yeah, and I will forever. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> uh, so, like, does it take up a lot of time with school? Like, is it like regular school where you have, like, 
an hour every day. I guess it, it's just kind of like you, at the pace that you want to go. Yeah, it's just as much time as I'm willing to put into Surrender. it. Surrender. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to put a lot of time into it. Sure. But it's hard some days. Yeah, especially because like now it's like, well, this is your money now. It's no longer like you don't get money from the state anymore because they hate you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's more. I'm more determined now. Yeah. Well, so, that's good. So hopefully it works out. I hope so. Oh, thanks. Oh, boy, I hope so. Oh, thanks, bud. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. I had something else I was going to tell you. Oh, you'll you'll build up your writing muscles because I, I have to hand sign off all my work at at work uh-huh. like and i remember just being like my hand hurts all the time and then now it's just like yeah i don't care <laughs> now it's just second nature it's easy yeah it is easy peasy it is good truly <laughs> good to know it's so dark i can't I see the, you the lighting in my apartment is literally dog shit <laughs> that's like, as light as it gets we, I've got another light I could turn on that might help a little bit. And it's like, my wife and I have been talking forever. Like, we should get some lamps in here so, you know, if you want to sit on the couch and read. But that involves going and buying a lamp. <laughs> yeah. Those... Which is the worst. <laughs> buying anything is the worst. Oh, we went back and forth forever. So, when we moved into this apartment, we moved... I, I might have told you this. Um, we moved from, just like up the street to here and when we moved we had nick's old brown couches uh-huh. and we had literally caved them in like the springs were coming out the bottom yeah because he had them for a long time and then i had them for a long time <laughs> so it was just beaten to death oh they were terrible and like we i picked up the love seat and the hook like the spring on the bottom had like dug into the carpet and so it like pulled up a chunk of carpet oh jeez. <laughs> my wife was like yeah we're not taking these to the new place so we just like went and threw them in the dumpster at our apartment <laughs> complex yeah <laughs> and we moved in here and we didn't have a couch for like three months because it was like well we're gonna have to go pick one out and you know all this stuff and when we finally did it's it's nice and we have a brand new couch that's really very comfortable but it was just like a whole ordeal to go there and we put in an order and oh it's just a mess <laughs> Yeah, I know. You've been furniture shopping. Yeah, when we went, we kind of just we went quick. Yeah. No, no dilly dallying around. Yeah, right. Like we went to this local place. It's called Underhill, uh-huh. which every time I drive by it, I think of Lord of the Rings. You know why? Why? Because there's that scene where Frodo goes <laughs> Underhill. <laughs> the name's My name's Underhill. Underhill. Yep. <laughs> So, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> Frodo Baggins. <laughs> the way oh, I love that. <laughs> pronounced that is so stupid. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Literally the best series ever. Oh, I love it so much. So we literally went in there just because of that. I thought that that was hilarious. I was like, we got to go check this fucking place out. <laughs> and then it worked out. 
Yeah, and it's like, it, it was pretty cool. The salespeople were just like, just look around. I'll come and check on you every now and then. But we went and we found this couch that we thought was comfortable. And the guy was like, well, um, what we do at this place is you can pick out the fabric that you want on this. Here's all your choices. And then we'll order it and it'll be here in like six weeks or whatever. So my wife got to pick out, you know, the color and the pillows and all this stuff. So it wasn't just like, this is what we have available. It's like, no, you can pick what you want and we'll order it. So that was nice. But yeah. it was also $1,000. Isn't it nuts how expensive furniture is? just to have, to have a place to sit down it's like you can sit on the floor for free but it's not very comfortable yeah you're not gonna get much tv time in that way oh my gosh that's unhealthy yeah so we spent most of the time in that three month period in our bedroom <laughs> um just like we have a tv in there so we just lay in bed and watch tv yeah but you know live and learn yeah i what feel you there, there are certain things like that that, like, you don't... Nobody ever really talks about when you're a kid. Like, then nobody's like, you're going to grow up, and you're going to have to buy your own furniture one day, and it's going to be terrible. Yeah. You're going to you're gonna have to figure out how to, like, make a claim when you get into a car accident one day and deal with insurance, <laughs> and it's going to be terrible. It's, it's just all the worst. Oh, it, it really... And you just... It's trial by fire. Nobody tells you, like, okay, so when you get into an accident, you have to do this and this and this and this. I remember, like, I got into an accident a year and, like, six months ago. I had literally had my truck for, like, six months. And a guy ran a yellow light and I smashed him. And I was just sitting there like, okay, well, I have no goddamn idea what to do. <laughs> this has never come up before. Yeah. So I just called my mom and she was like, oh, do this and do this. Make sure the police report. And so thankfully that happened. But, you know, you never really think of that until it happens. Until it's it happens. Like, yeah. And then it sucks. And then it's terrible. And you have to go figure out how to, like, get a rental car and bill that to your insurance. And Oh, my gosh. It's all too just much. The worst. Just the worst. It's just the worst. <sighs> So anyway, it's Friday. Did you have a nice week? <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. Other than that down and back trip to Vegas. Oh yeah. Taking taking gravy to the sisters. That's a that's a long twelve hours in the car. <laughs> yeah, we went up one night and came back the next day. So. Oh, terrible. It was rough. Yeah. I've made that drive myself because Carly's parents live in Vegas and it's like, it's fun on the way there, you know, like, well, it, if you're going for a weekend, it's like, it's fun on the way there. Cause you're like, yeah, we're going to go get Raisin Cane's or, you know, whatever. And go have fun. Go have fun. And then on the way home, it's just like, this is so <laughs> terrible. I just want to be home. <laughs> like, can't I just apparate? I want to die. Oh man. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, wouldn't it? That'd be awesome. Dude, honestly, every time I watch Harry Potter, I just think about how much goddamn better my life would be if I was a wizard. <laughs> right. Oh, it'd be so nice. Oh. The problem is, for me, is that I know I would be an evil wizard because I'd just, like, use my wand and steal people's wallets. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I would do. <laughs> just, like, go into a bank, take all the money... And, at, and then just obliviate everybody in there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. 
wouldn't it? That would be so sick. And just like, you know, I would never cook. I would just like wave my wand and then a big old steak would be ready. <laughs> Hell yeah. And my apartment would always be clean. Yeah. It would clean would itself. Never... I would just always have... It, it would be like having one of those vacuum robots, but better, because it could pick stuff up and put it away, too. <laughs> it could fold your clothes. Oh, right? That'd be awesome. <clears throat> That's always uh, the battle that we have, is that my wife will, like, leave stuff in the dryer. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. okay, we, we gotta put it away. <laughs> it's gonna get all wrinkled. Yep. Well, and that's it. Just sucks. Like doing laundry is not a very fun chore anyway. Mm-mm. I'll 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 leave it on the bed for most of the day, and then it's <laughs> like I have I have to put it on the bed because then I'm like, okay, well I can't sleep in it if there's a bunch of clothes on top. So but, it'll get it'll get put away. Yeah, that's the only way. Yeah, I've learned um, through my life that I have to trap myself into doing chores. You know. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Otherwise, if I give myself an option, I can tell you right now I'll choose the easy one every time. <laughs> yeah, every time. Every GD time. So, you know, it's another thing they don't tell you. Is that <laughs> doing chores never stops sucking. It, and it never stops. And it never, ever stops. <laughs> this is your life forever. Could you imagine having like five or six kids and doing laundry? Like, I don't think you would ever stop doing laundry. <laughs> no, that would be the worst. Oh my gosh. I, th- I Like my poor mother, I think about her sometimes and I'm just like, God bless you because <laughs> the laundry and cooking alone it would be enough to put me under, I think. <laughs> yeah. You have five filthy children. <laughs> you gotta feed terrible. them and clothe them and clean up after them. And just, like, the one thing I think about, too, is, like, I feel like I buy toilet paper often, and there's only two people in this house. Could you imagine if there's seven asses <laughs> shitting? I can't imagine. That's why That's why people have to buy the single-ply brand. Yeah. The At scratchy Costco. stuff, yeah. It's like because they're going rolls. through... <laughs> yeah. They're going through one pack a week. <laughs> just, like, I would probably steal toilet paper from work if i was that (laughs) in that situation right just like imagine if you were like john and kate plus eight and you just had like like you're just we're like all right let's try and have a kid and then it's like four of them come out holy shit right that would be just the worst poopy diapers oh my gosh how would how would you stay sane if you had four babies? Four. I have no idea. I don't know. God bless. Can someone do know, that alone? I. Not without ending up in Azkaban. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. Just like the thought of one kid to me, it's like overwhelming. Yeah. Like for I, real. One of us is going to have to watch this thing all the time. Always. Always. Literally for the next five years. (laughs) Until you can make a teacher watch him. Some underpaid college graduate. Yeah, right. (laughs) 
I don't know. It must have been easier back in the day because both parents didn't have to work. Like, I, I, I have a hard time envisioning a life where it's like, I don't need my wife's income. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's true. I don't mean to, like, wax so dismal and be like, <laughs> yeah, everything sucks in the whole world, but I'm just telling you the truth of the matter. <laughs> I mean, at least you're learning. Yep. The hard way. Yeah. Not the fun way. Nope. It's never fun. It's never the fun way. Yep. I learned that the hard way, that it's never the fun way. <laughs> That's a shame. Yep. But it, one thing I was also thinking about. Remember in like the 50s when they had cloth diapers? What the <laughs> fuck was up with that? Oh, man. That would be awful. Just Talk about poopy laundry. Water. <laughs> poopy pee pee water. It's like you wouldn't want to put those in your washing machine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would just want to hose them off out in the yard. <laughs> That's probably what happened. Yeah, they hang them up on the clothesline and blast them with the hose and then wash them. <laughs> yeah. That, That's yeah. the only way. Because it's like, if you don't wash this thoroughly enough, kid's probably going to get some kind of infection. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to smell like shit all the time. <laughs> oh I mean, it probably gosh. did smell like shit all the time anyway. Yeah. They had to make, like, laundry soup, like on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Just stirring the laundry. <laughs> laundry soup, yeah. <laughs> Just... And, and four people had to share a bed. <laughs> and never got up, somehow. And never got up. But only when it's like, hey, uh, there's a bunch of chocolate that we can go, and we get to go see this magical place. And he's like, no, I was just kidding, I can walk. What <laughs> a right. dick. Alright, let me try this out. <laughs> like, let me try I'm not out gonna a, get up. a little jig. I'm gonna dance <laughs> <Yeah>. a little. <laughs> I'm not gonna get up to help my daughter cook laundry soup but i am gonna get up and help you eat all the chocolate <laughs> i'm there like... i'm there charlie <laughs> charlie you son of a bitch <laughs> we're going i'm up <laughs> it's like magic <laughs> like honestly i kind of foresee my future that way it's like i really would probably stay in bed when I'm old if I get to be that old like we talked about being 100 it's like I'm not getting out of bed unless there's a prospect of chocolate <laughs> yeah take me to a magical castle then I'll get up <laughs> otherwise fuck off <laughs> otherwise I'm staying here otherwise cook my laundry soup and change my shitty cloth diaper and leave <laughs> me alone <laughs> Uh. <laughs> how horrible i know right my poor wife <laughs> she's gonna have to smell my shitty cloth diaper <laughs> laying in the bed she's gonna be at my feet so it's probably gonna smell worse <laughs> and, th and then my in-laws that my kid married are gonna be sleeping in the same bed as us <laughs> i'm gonna have to smell their shitty diapers uh we're going to have to have two TVs because we're sleeping head to foot, so you're going to be able to watch TV from both sides of the bed. We're either going to need two TVs or a mirror. 
Yeah, but you couldn't have subtitles if they're deaf because they'd be backwards <laughs> on the mirror. That's true. And they're old, so they're probably deaf. Yeah, and very confused easily. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, what does that say? It's backwards! The TV's haunted! Like the toaster! Oh, man. Poopy laundry soup. <laughs> Just imagine she's stirring it and a turd floats to the top. <laughs> a real hard one. Yeah. It's like got nuts in it. <laughs> <laughs> Corn, <laughs> corn. Whenever they, whenever they could afford it, she has to skim the corn off the top with like a strainer. It's gross. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh, I can't wait. That's the only reason I'm having a kid. She cooked my poopy laundry soup. <laughs> she or he. I don't care. But someone's doing it. But somebody is doing it, I swear. Uh, I'm going to think about that for the rest of the night. <laughs> going to make me keep laughing. <laughs> she has just an oar. She's stirring the poop. <laughs> Shitty diapers. And it's boiling. <laughs> <laughs> like splashing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've got to move past it or I never will. I'm just going to think about it for the rest of my life. <laughs> just, her eyes are watering too because it just takes so bad that she's stirring it. <laughs> you don't want to know, hon. <laughs> my, my wife just got home. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about poopy laundry soup later. <laughs> okay, so moving on with our no spook November theme. Uh, this week I read Matilda. Nice, great book. Was it good? It was actually. That's good. I never read it. I can't I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, it's a great book and I was actually surprised the movie followed along really super well. Um with the exception of they added some stuff just for the sake of of the story. Uh-huh. But otherwise it was almost perfectly spot on. That's nice. So um So, the book starts um, with this girl named Matilda. She was born, and uh, 
her parents didn't really care about her. And that's the one thing that I feel like the movie didn't... Um, I don't know if highlights the right word, but they didn't emphasize it as much in the movie as they do in the book about like the parents really just like do not give a shit about this kid. They have no plans for Matilda to make them poopy laundry soup later on in their lives. They just are like, we don't even, this is just, we, we don't even care about this kid. And that part was actually, it was pretty sad when I was reading the book. I was like, this is kind of a bummer. They just hate her. <laughs> like, so it starts out and uh, just like the movie, um, the mom goes and plays bingo every single day and the dad goes to work and her brother's older than her and he goes to school. So she's just left home alone. <laughs> um, but at like the age of like four, I think is when she starts like being left home alone. And she starts by reading a recipe book because she gets hungry and she doesn't want to eat the shitty food that her mom makes her. So she reads the recipe book back front to back and like starts to learn how to cook her own meals. And she takes a real um, shine into reading. She just likes reading. So after she's read the recipe book a bunch of times, she you know reads magazines that are around the house from her dad. Her dad's a used car salesman, and so eventually um, she finds her way to the library and um she goes to the library every day while her mom's playing bingo and just reads books and pretty soon she's read through all of the children's books and so the teacher's like or the librarian i should say is like well why don't you try reading something like this and so she starts giving her books and she starts reading them and then eventually she gets a library book and starts taking them home and is reading and just she's just read all of these like very um descriptive books you know like um herman melville um there was another one that was on the tip of my tongue but you get the idea i get it um so she reads all these books and she kind of gets into squabbles with her dad and her dad's a huge prick like is just a real mean jerk to her and (laughs) is constantly like belittling her just like in the movie um she doesn't care for that at all. And so she starts uh, playing pranks on him. One day she super glues his hat to his head. <laughs> and uh, another day she swaps out his like hair pomade for bleach. And he bleaches his hair blonde. <laughs> like an idiot. Man, she's a legend. She is. And then there's one prank um, that I didn't know about. She goes and borrows one of the neighbor kid's parrots that talks and stuffs it up the chimney and makes her whole family thinks the house is haunted because the parrot's talking (laughs) up in the chimney and they all freak out. That's great. Yeah, great prank. So, um, eventually she goes to school. Um, She's in a class with Miss Honey and she really likes Miss Honey. The first thing she, the first day of school, she's in Miss Honey's class and Miss Honey is asking, you know, how many of you could read like a whole sentence? And nobody raises their hand, but Matilda does. And she's like, yeah, I can read. <clears throat> and she's like, okay, what about uh, times tables? What do you know? And she's like, oh, I-, I think I know all of them. So she quizzes her and Matilda knows all of them. And so the first thing that Miss Honey does is goes and talks to the terrible, horrible Miss Trunchbull. 
Um, and Miss Trunchbull immediately is like, you're an idiot. She's, you just are trying to pawn her off. I know that that girl is a troublemaker because I just bought a used car from her dad. <laughs> and he's a really he told great me, guy. He's a super great guy, <laughs> a real pillar, pillar of the community. And he told me what a piece of shit Matilda is. So you're just trying to pawn her off on somebody else. So you're keeping her. <laughs> yeah, what a piece of shit this six-year-old girl is. Right? It's not the used car salesman. It's his daughter that's the problem. Yeah. Clearly she is the problem. Exactly. Um, so later that day, she's out in the playground and Miss Trunchbull grabs a girl by her pigtails and does Wicked. like spins her around. <laughs> Amanda Thrip and throws her over the fence by her pigtails because she doesn't like pigtails. Neither do I. Yeah, heard that. <laughs> I don't blame her. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd throw a kid by their hair if, if I could get away with it. <laughs> Definitely. And and the whole idea about this part of like Miss Trunchbull being horrible to children, that, and Matilda points it out, is that, like, which one of the... You're like, are your parents ever going to believe you that the headmistress picked this girl up by her pigtails and chucked her over the fence. No, they're going to call you a liar. Because she's a terrible person. Right, exactly. And and she was telling all the other kids this, too. It's like, no, like your parents aren't going to believe you because this is back when children should be seen and not heard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is the way I wish it still was. <clears throat> anyway... Um, so every Thursday, Miss Trunchbull comes to every class and teaches a lesson and basically quizzes the kids on what they're learning that week. And, uh, hang on. Let me, I might have my timeline wrong. Excuse me. So before that, um, she calls a... I th assembly. I couldn't think of that. She calls an assembly to the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. After after lunch, she wants everybody to show up to the to the gym or whatever. And she calls a fat little boy named Bruce, Bruce Bogtrotter up to the stage. And she accuses Bruce Bogtrotter of stealing a piece of cake off of her tea tray. <laughs> and of course he denies it. Who wouldn't? I always deny when I eat cake. <laughs> right. Um, so, eventually she bullies him enough and he admits it. And he was like, yeah, it was good. And she was like, I don't eat the same cake that you little bastards eat. It's special cake that the cook made for me. And finally he's like, yeah, I ate it and it was delicious. And so then the school cafeteria, who looks like an old raisin, comes out. <laughs> and... She has this huge chocolate cake that's like 18 inches in diameter and sets it in front of him. And the Trunchbull's like, hey, why don't you get have a slice? And he's like, okay, but I'm not very hungry. I just had lunch. And she's like, I don't really give a shit what you are. You're going to do what I tell you to do. And he's like, all right. <laughs> you fat little so, boy. You fat little fat boy. <laughs> um, 
So he eats it, and he was like, it's very good. And she's like, tell, don't tell me, tell the cook. And she, he's like, okay, it was very good. And the, the old uh, cook doesn't say anything. She goes, have another piece. He's like, mm, no, thank you, I'm not very hungry. She's like, have another piece! <laughs> and makes him eat the whole cake. And she said, nobody's going home until you do this. You, you, you eat the whole cake. Nobody's going to leave. Which segueing into my, literally one of my f- most favorite lines from the movie Matilda is when Matilda goes home and she's telling Danny DeVito the principal made us stay late and watch a boy eat chocolate cake and he goes that's the biggest lie I ever heard that's my favorite line from that movie I think. oh yeah I just love it it's so practical to use in day-to-day life um anyway so he eats the whole cake eventually, and, you know, occasionally somebody would be like, you can do it, Bruce, and sh- the Trunchbull would be like, shut up! So he eats it, and then she smashes the cake tray over his head because she's so mad that he did it <laughs> and didn't, like, say, I can't do it anymore, please make me stop. But <laughs> Please but kill it. me instead. Which is the real lesson of this story, is never underestimate a fat person. <laughs> yeah. Never. You just never know. Fat people are hard to kidnap. They're hard to make stop eating. They're hard to challenge in an eating contest like the Trunchbull did. So don't do it. Yeah. You'll be disappointed. It's true. Um, okay, so after that, it goes into... Um, so the, the Trunchbull is coming to their class to teach a, le- uh, a lesson. And... Matilda's friend Lavender Brown decides that um, she's going to put a newt. She wants to play a prank on the on the teacher because they there was this older girl that was telling them this, you know, about how she put itching powder in the Trunchbull's like socks one day and made her itch really bad and you know it was a great prank and all this stuff and so Lavender's like, well, I want to be a good prankster like her. Oh dear. Yeah, so she decides, because the Trunchbull has to have a jug of water and a glass at every class that she teaches. She just has to have it, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So she decides she's going to catch a newt and put it in the Trunchbull's jug. So, after lunch, she goes and she gets the water, and she puts the newt inside and sets it up there for the Trunchbull. And the Trunchbull goes around and starts quizzing kids. She makes one kid stand in the corner on one foot... And spell some things. She picks another kid up by his ears. Ouch. Right? And makes him do some multiplication. And another kid she picks up by the hair on his head. Because it was kind of dirty. And makes him spell some stuff. Jeez, she's so mean. She is. And then she goes up to the front of the class. And uh, pours herself a glass. And the newt comes out. And she's just like terrified of it (laughs) just so afraid and she blames matilda because she heard that matilda's such a little shit from her very trustworthy father Mm -hmm. who uh, i didn't really explain it but he when he sells used cars he puts sawdust in the transmission to quiet it down and he you know uses a drill to roll back the miles on the odometer so it looks like it has less miles and stuff like that he's a crook he is you're a crook daddy (laughs) Um, so when she, 
blames Matilda. Matilda gets like super mad, bro. Like real ticked off. <laughs> and she's like, I'm telling you, I didn't do it. And the, the Trunchbull is just like, don't talk back to me. I know you did it. And all this crazy stuff. So Matilda focuses all her energy and she gets like really hot energy behind her eyes and is just like tip over glass tip over. And so the glass tips over and the newt flies out and lands on the Trunchbull's huge boobs. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and she, she screams and runs out and tries to blame Matilda again. And Matilda's like, I've been sitting here the whole time, you big stupid oaf. You dimwit. Yeah. Um, and... Miss Honey, the teacher, was like, no, I've been watching the whole time. Nobody got out of the chair. Nobody tipped over the glass. So she leaves and um, is real, real T.O.'d about it, bro. Yeah. I believe it. So after class, um, Matilda's like, Miss Honey, I want to talk to you. I did make that glass tip over. I tipped it over with mine eyes. And she's <laughs> like, you're out of your GD mind, bro. That's impossible. And so she's like, I can do it again. And she's like, all right, prove it, you little shit. <laughs> so she does, and she proves it and tips over the glass again. Wow. And Miss Honey is just like, wow. Bro. Wowee. Whoop, whoop a doodah, this is wacky. <laughs> so um, she decides, okay, I'm going to take Matilda to my house, which, by the way, Real weird to be hanging out with a teacher after after school. Real weird. Only real weirdos do that. <laughs> Red flags. Mm-hmm. So they walk to Miss Honey's house. Miss Honey is 23, by the way. I don't feel like that's important, but I remember reading that and thinking, like, that's pretty weird to be a teacher <laughs> at 23. That is already. weird. So they go to Miss Honey's house, and it's like, like, there's no running water, no electricity. Like, it's just, like, a poor person's shack. She doesn't have any furniture. She has, like, milk crates that she sits on. She doesn't have, like, any food or a refrigerator of any kind. Jeez. She, and uh, she uses margarine. Gross. Which, as a sidebar, I used margarine when I was a kid, so <laughs> we must have been poor, too. I think everyone did. Yeah, it's because it's like 99 cents for four sticks of margarine as opposed to like $6 for four sticks of butter. It's true. Conversely, though, butter is so much better than margarine. <laughs> it's true. It just tastes so much better. Yeah, this is true. So anyway, <clears throat> um, Matilda's like, why the F are you so poor, bro? <laughs> Does like the school not like pay you? Just, you know, as a kid, like an innocent kid kind of question is just like, why, why are you living like this? You sleep on the floor. You only eat like at school when they feed you lunch. <laughs> she only has enough money for some like tea and she has to go get water out of a well. <laughs> um, and so Miss Honey tells her the story about how her dad was a doctor and they lived in this beautiful house. And when her mom died, um, her dad had i don't know if it was her his his sister or her mom's sister come over and look after miss honey while she was a kid and 
in any case this aunt was like super mean bro <laughs> made her do all of the laundry and like all the cooking and cleaning and was like very authoritarian and the dad was like a doctor and so he wasn't home that much and then <clears throat> soon after the dad died under precarious circumstances we'll say he was said to have killed himself but miss honey was like no she uh i don't think he would do that um so after he died his will was lost quote unquote lost and the house was somehow put into the aunt's name and the aunt told um miss honey that she could go to the school as long as she came back and did all the laundry and stuff every day so as soon as she graduated she moved out and the aunt was like okay well um i gotta you're gonna have to sign this because you're gonna have to pay me back for all the years that i fed you and clothed you so i'm garnishing your wages from your job at the school and so you only get like one percent of what you earn and the rest goes directly into my account which is insane it is insane so at the end of the story the matilda was like well who is this crazy lady and she goes it's miss trunchbull (laughs) oh shit trunchbull is miss honey's aunt so they're walking home after this and matilda's like i have three questions and then we don't have to talk about your upbringing anymore she's like all right one is what did um miss trunchbull call your dad and she goes well his first name was magnus and he goes she goes all right what would your dad call your aunt and she goes well her her name's agatha so i assume he'd call her agatha he goes okay what did your dad call you and she goes well he called me jenny because that's my name she goes okay so matilda goes up into her room and she gets a cigar out of her dad's cigar box because she wants to practice moving stuff with her eyes again Uh with her with her big nice lumpy brain (laughs) unlike yours which is a smooth brain okay (laughs) (laughs) so uh um she practices picking up the cigar and like moving it around and then she gets real tired and goes to sleep so at the end this is nearing the end of the book so she they're in class and it's miss trunchable's time to teach she shows up and she's quizzing some kid and nigel in the back of the room goes look the chalk's floating on its own and it writes agatha this is magnus give back jenny uh my house and give her all of my stuff back or else i will get you i will get you good whoa and yeah crazy right yeah and so uh miss trunchbull faints and she almost dies (laughs) ah so close so close and nigel dumps a whole pail of water on her head and everybody was real happy about that and she doesn't wake up so after that um miss trunchbull just disappears like the will her miss honey's dad magnus's will shows up 
miraculously. The bank sends her a letter and is like, we can have this transferred over to you immediately. Um, the house is vacant, but all the furniture is still there. All the pictures and art and, you know, pictures of her mom and stuff like that are still there. Um, and she, you know, goes back to living a happy life in her dad's house. And Matilda, uh, strangely enough, still goes and hangs out with her after class, (laughs) like a little weirdo. Odd. And she goes home one day after hanging out and her dad's like, pack up your shit, we're moving to Spain. And she's like, what? And so she goes to Miss Honey's house and is crying and is just like, I don't want to move to Spain. I want to stay here with you. You can keep me if they say it's okay. So just let's, let's go tell them that you want me. And Miss Honey's like, well, yeah, of course I want you. And so they go and they say, you know, I'll, I'll keep Matilda. It's really no trouble. And I, I would love to, to raise her. And the mom is just like, let her keep her. She's, that's just one less we have to look after. And the dad's like, all right, I don't care. And then they drive to Spain and Miss and Matilda lives with Miss Honey. Wow. And that's the end. Very good. What a, like, it's a very good story and it's a very interesting story. It was super entertaining. Every, every page I was just like, man, he paints such a nice picture. <laughs> yeah. That's good. But it's weird that a child would end up living with their teacher. That's the only plot hole, I think. <laughs> Yeah, it is a little weird. Maybe it was different back in the day. I don't know. Maybe teachers liked kids more than they do now. <laughs> Maybe. Had more job satisfaction. I know I don't like kids now. No. Never did. <laughs> no, sir. So. So that's that. There you go. What'd you think? It was fantastic. Great book. That was quacktastic. You're quacktastic. Hey, thanks. So, taking a nice break from you know getting scared out of my wits with this with the goosebump stuff. Yeah, it is a good enjoying, change of pace. Enjoying a nice couple of books that are, you know, not spooky at all because it's November. It's a, it's about bringing the family together and killing a turkey. <laughs> yeah, nothing crazy. Yep, it's about genocide. <laughs> yes, killing the Native Americans and eating. Is that too bleak? Maybe. I feel like we've been a little bleak on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, probably. Everybody's just just so bummed out about you know the election because <laughs> we still don't know. You know, yeah. how do we still not know? I don't know. And honestly, I just uh, it doesn't matter. Remember when there? I remember when there was a time when it's like, oh, so and so got elected. All right, let's just keep you know living our lives. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's like feeling like it's hanging in the balance with this. It's weird. Yeah, it is odd. But you know, whatever. Whatever. I just, I've never, I never cared about politics, and I'm not going to start now. No, it's not a good time. So if you don't hear from us. Every week like you're used to, we apologize, but, you know, life happens. <laughs> We've already been over this. It's true. Sometimes you suck the dick, and sometimes the dick sucks you. <laughs> Couldn't have put it better myself. 
Sometimes you're the laund- you're the poopy laundry soup, and sometimes you're the poopy laundry soup chef. <laughs> That's just life. It is. <laughs> I think that's a good place to to end. Pull it. the plug. Yeah, we'll pull the plug there. Pull the plug on the soup. On the soup, it's cooked to perfection. <laughs> so, see you next time, folks. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you. <laughs> <laughs>